Podcast. This is Matt Chalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava, and it is Saturday. It's Saturday night, actually, and we only have about an hour left today, and then we have a few weeks left in Q4. So it's, I've been saying this every Saturday, it's just crazy how time flies. I feel like I've been busier than ever. Uh, maybe not nearly as much running around, but Definitely keeping myself very, very busy with my business and then just with work in general for my day job. Things have been really, really busy right lately. So it's been it's been really interesting trying to keep things balanced and stuff, but it's been a good Q4 so far. This weekend has been really, really good for sales actually and just raw sales numbers. Oh gosh, I don't know. I've probably done 2,500 ish, maybe like a, more than that. It's just been a crazy, crazy weekend and and. I used to look at numbers like that and go, "What in the world? What are people doing? Where? How are people doing that?" And and it, it in a way is kind of crazy to me still that it's possible to do that just selling things that you bought somewhere else. But that's what every store does, right? That's what they all do. That's what Walmart does. That's what Target does. They just buy a lot more than we do, and they buy it from someone who sells it a lot cheaper because they're buying way more than we do. So it's just very interesting to think that there is. The scalability out there and that's one of the reasons that I keep pushing with this because there is so much scalability to reselling it's it's basic sales and you can really scale that out as far as you are able to to go as, as far as your bandwidth will take you and as far as you are able to think out and plan out and be able to uh, either expand with a team or expand with your your own abilities or maybe hire a virtual assistant or whatever you need to do you can keep expanding it until until into perpetuity at least that's my thoughts on it now at some point it gets a lot more difficult to do that and at some point you have to do different steps and and things get a little more tricky or things get a little more different where you may have to pursue a different angle but there is a lot of scalability with this where there may not be a lot of scalability or a lot longer out time it may take a lot longer for you to scale something than it does for reselling it's it's a very quick business if you start to get it if you start to understand if you get plugged in with the right people and start to learn from them it, it can it can really speed things up for you so just a really interesting kind of business model I really do enjoy it I do enjoy buying and selling I I've just been thinking a lot about what do I enjoy the mo- the most about it it is the sourcing I do enjoy the sourcing and then I enjoy the the actual like sale and it's just, I don't know, it just like pumps me up a little bit. And that's kind of something I enjoy about it, as well as being able to talk to people and learn more, try new things, and then be able to buy up a bunch of sneakers or buy up a bunch of a toy or or whatever you find, or maybe find a good deal on a limited edition hoodie that nobody's on and you find that and you end up buying one or two and it sells really well and then maybe it's still in stock or something. These sorts of things those are the things that I enjoy. I, I enjoy the low key things, especially, especially the ones that I find myself. Those are the most rewarding. They're just, they're fun. They're, they're cool because you found something that nobody else knew about and you ended up selling it. Whether that's at a garage sale, you walk up, you mine some, some gold, if you will. When you walk in and you see a stereo receiver, they have listed for 20 bucks and you know that it, you look it up on eBay, it goes for 150 and you're like, well, that's, that's just a complete steal there. Or you, you walk in and again, you go into a thrift store, you find a Jersey listed for seven bucks. You see that it's going on eBay new for 60. And it's just, that's happened to me before. Now it's not my thrift stores that I go to, I don't typically find nearly those things every day, but some people are really good at it. They find stuff like that all the time. They're just, they're very, very good. They're consistent. They know what the operating hours of that thrift store are. They're good at it. So for me, 
I've kind of narrowed down to the things that I like being retail arbitrage, online arbitrage, those sorts of things. But it's just been it's been really interesting to see things grow over the past year. Now, this weekend we had some releases, and that's something that I've started to focus on a lot more this year as well, just because of the nature of some of the groups that I've been in and the way things have skewed with sneakers, they've really popped off in the market. And their market has jumped pretty significantly to the point where some of them are holding good value even after the release. And I don't think I'm seasoned enough to really understand when things will and won't hold value in a more, I guess, like a really in-depth analysis on it. I don't know if I can do that yet because I thought I was pretty decent at it. And then just the last couple things that have come out, I've dropped the ball on. And maybe it's just like a rough patch for reselling or maybe I just need to do more research. And I think it's probably a combination of both. But yesterday we had the Stussy Air Force Ones come out. Um, on Friday, those came out, and I dropped the ball. I didn't even, I don't know why, but I didn't even run any bots for it. I didn't do anything to go for them more so than going manual, and my reasoning for that was pretty simple. A lot of these companies that are really, really keen on bot protection really understand that the smartest thing to do is to make an impossible way for bots to get through and allow manual users to go through, and so I've been looking at that going, this has happened two times that I've seen people talk about how difficult it's going to be to get this specific shoe, maybe they will do something like that in the future. And it was a bad call on my part. I didn't really think it through far enough. I just kind of thought that that would be the move and it completely was not the move whatsoever. And so a lot of my friends ended up getting three, four pairs. I was sitting there still waiting to check out. So it was a a bit of a bummer there. And then today the, the Jordan 11 Jubilee, the 25th anniversary Jordan 11, the Jubilees came out today. Beautiful, beautiful shoe. I can't stress that enough. When I saw those, I thought that they must have been an original colorway, and they they may be. I, I don't really know exactly why so many people love it, other than the fact that it is an extremely gorgeous looking shoe for, for an 11. I'm not a big Jordan 11 person. There's There's other models that I like a lot more. But for an 11, they look really solid. They look like a really good shoe. And I'd put them up there with like the Space Jams and the Concords. Like they look good. They look really clean. You can wear these shoes with with a lot and they just look really, really nice. And, and I was looking at some of the stuff today just about some of the features and stuff that they put on them for design features and stuff and, and just small little subtle things that really make the shoe pop. And so... A lot of people like the shoe, and it's a 25th anniversary shoe for the 25th anniversary of the 11, and it's just, it's just, it's it's kind of all coming together, and you would think, well, why wouldn't that resell? Well, the reason I was thinking is because they really, really mass-produced this shoe as opposed to some other models of shoes that aren't maybe as mass-produced and, and still maybe produced heavily but not nearly as overproduced as this one was. And so I'm looking at it going, well, I don't know if I really want to dabble in that. I don't know if that's something that I'm even going to take the risk on. I may just only buy on sneakers, and then if I end up hitting on sneakers, I'll resell it. If not, then then whatever. So morning comes around today. I didn't have anything set up. I set up actually just some testing stuff. I was going to do some tests with the the bot that I have just to, to see how my setups are and stuff, and got through pretty easily with it. 
and had a few false checkouts because they were they were on like uh, they weren't on real cards or anything. They were just like testing stuff. So it said, okay, your card was declined, whatever. So I knew that it worked, and I was like, okay, that's good. And then sneakers was on, so I I jumped in sneakers. I ended up getting a pair of those, and I think I, I flipped them. They came out there two twenty. I think I flipped them for like two eighty. So like pretty decent money, and they flipped pretty quick. It wasn't immediately, but it was within five ten minutes of listing them. I'm like, wow, that was a pretty good flip, pretty solid. And I looked at the shoes probably two hours later, and they were still holding value, if not going up in value. Their their price on StockX rose in value post-release, even though they were so mass-produced. And I'm sitting there going, why didn't I buy? Why didn't I at least try a couple pairs of these? I wouldn't be sitting here feeling sick going... I at least had them checked out, but I didn't use an actual card. I was doing some tests. Why didn't I? Why didn't I use an actual card and just say screw it? Let's give these things a whirl. And and no less, the sizes I I had checked out were really good sizes. And I was shaking my head, going, "Why didn't I do the the smart thing?" And so that's a good learning point for me, and, and something I'm definitely going to use in the future, and definitely going to kind of skew that way. But I ended up getting a quite a few checkouts I guess and the thing about a lot of these sites is they know they know what you're doing they know different stuff like that so they'll cancel a lot it's it's difficult to get different orders to stick sometimes sometimes they will just the, the site knows they understand that it was they have their ways of knowing okay this was ordered through a bot of some sort so we are going to cancel it and and so I ended up checking out I think 30 pairs of those today and of those 30 pairs 24 got canceled so really left with six pairs but six pairs is good they've been holding their value pretty well and and for me that's all I really wanted I didn't want a ton of pairs I I wanted some I my thought process being okay they come in they hold value I flip them on eBay I flip them on StockX they hold their value good I I make 30 bucks a pair on StockX maybe 40 to 50 bucks a pair on eBay I'm good to go but if they tank in value, they're not going to tank under their retail price. I can't see that happening. I bought six pairs. As as of right now, six have stuck that haven't been canceled yet. If all six of those come in and they drop to around market price on StockX for what the retail was, then fine. I lost 60 bucks and it was a, it was a bad experiment and I learned a lot from it, which was even the best looking shoes post-release don't do well after waiting for them to come in from all these different sites. That would be a huge learning point for me. I want to see. I want to see what happens. What I think is going to happen is something in the middle. They'll probably, I, I expect them to dip a little bit. I just do. It doesn't make sense that a shoe this produced would stay as high a resale as it is unless it really was people that were resellers taking stock. I don't know. I mean, that's very possible that that happened. And that could happen. I mean, that's happened for other shoes in the past where resellers just absolutely crush it. They absolutely get a ton of them. And there are a lot of collectors that want the shoe. So I'm not sure. I personally believe that there is just a an overall high demand for the shoe, but I think it'll level out at some point. I think at some point when the people start getting pairs in, they're going to drop the price on StockX, going to drop the price on eBay. Fine, 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 whatever. The these shoes, I'm probably going to hold a pair at least, just because I I want to. I think that they will go up. I'm looking at the Bread Elevens, go look at the Bread Elevens from 2020 and tell me what those are doing, because those are holding very very good value right now. And I think that these are going to do pretty much the same. They're coming out around the same time. They look beautiful. Why wouldn't they hold value? Why wouldn't they go up in value significantly? I, I can't see why they wouldn't other than some unforeseen economic downturn or something, which is is quite within the possibility, the realm of possibilities of happening. But 
what, what are you going to do? You, you have to you have to place your chips somewhere. You can't just hold all your money in a bank account and hope that it's going to increase in value. That's not how things work. So I, I it's just it's an interesting thing, but I'm going to at least try and hold a pair if I can if I can swing it. I think I got a couple of pairs of Yeezys that I just really don't need anymore that I'm holding. It's just like I should probably sell those because they're not really going up in value and then maybe hold a pair of these and then start investing in better sneakers because I've a lot more season right now than I was back in April when I bought those Yeezy Alphas and they're nice. I may still hold a pair of those to see if they go up to the second pair of the 700 V3s that came out. They are a triple black colorway, which in my opinion, they always resell really well when they're when when a shoe is a triple black colorway and it's a popular model. People really like it, and I I they just they end up selling well. So I may hold one of the better sizes of those just to see what happens after a little bit more time. But for now, I'm going to try and liquidate some of the shoes that I don't really need anymore. I ended up moving a lot of them around and move some of them around in my house to get them better situated whenever I want to list them and stuff. And then just looking and saying, okay, what do I need to do? to maximize my profit this year and, and the next year? And what do I need to do to make smart decisions? So that's that's really what I'm looking at. I mean, it's crazy. I said that earlier. I, I checked out 30 pairs of those things. It's it's insane. I, I've never checked out that many pairs of anything before. And it was an easy release. I mean, you didn't have to do too much to be able to hit on them. If you didn't hit, don't worry. Things happen like that, though. I mean, like if you didn't hit, I thought it was easy, but the next person may not have. And it just really depends on what you were, what kinds of methods you were using to buy the shoes or what what sorts of sizes you were going after. I didn't care what size I went after. I went after any size that I could get. Maybe you were going after a size, I don't know, picking it out of thin air, a 13 or maybe a size 7. I don't know. Any size of those and maybe you're just focused on that because you want them for personal or maybe that's just your size that you resell and they sold out. And so it's like, well, now I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy a 12. Why would I do that? I only buy 13s and maybe you don't do that. I don't know. For me, it ended up working out really well, but there are little nuances every time that you have a release that goes on that maybe I don't do this certain thing on a website. Maybe there's a, um, uh, something's releasing on somebody's custom site and you may have a very good method for, for how that sort of site works and you go, okay, well, I need to do this, 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 and this. I need to have uh, maybe an account set up or, or all these different things. Maybe I'm not that familiar with it, so I don't do those things. I still execute it on the best of my abilities, but my abilities weren't nearly what yours are. And so that's just how it goes. Sometimes there's different nuances. Maybe you understand one thing better than the other. Maybe it's just your day. There's a lot of luck that plays in with this as well, as crazy as it sounds. You can, you can learn as much as you want, and then after you are really seasoned and and you you know as much as you can it really comes down to luck okay you're you're if you become really really good at at sneaker buying and sneaker botting and stuff you at some point have to give into luck a little bit and say here's the best that I can do here is everything that I know I know a lot more than most people now let's roll the dice and see what happens and I'm not anywhere near that level yet but I see a lot of these people who know what they're doing they, they really, really know what they're doing and they're just, sometimes they flop and it happens. So if you didn't get a pair of shoes today, don't worry. It's, it happens to everybody and it's not really a big deal. And I was kind of beating myself up about it. I ended up getting a couple pair. I ended up getting a few pairs, but like, even if I didn't, what's it matter? It's one release. We have way, way more releases coming up. We have the Sean Cliver dunks coming up. Those are huge. It's going to be tough to hit on those. I get it. I get it. But just a lot of releases coming up that if you hit on those and maybe you're new to sneaker reselling, you hit on those Sean Cliver dunks and you flip those, you'll have instant capital there because those are 
those are a really hyped up shoe, especially with them being near Christmas time and them having, I don't know if you've seen those shoes, but on the insoles, they have like elves and stuff. They're just, a, they're a festive shoe. They're beautiful. It's a good shoe. And, and we have a lot of these releases coming up at the end of 2020 and early 2021 up until usually March is when things start to slow down. We end up not having nearly as many releases. Uh, things start to wane a little bit with reselling where that's like my time where I want to be like focused on what do I need to improve myself on this year? What is my, what sorts of resources do I need to take in this year and learn? What, what, what do I need to better myself with? Because when things get slow, you can either hustle harder or you can learn more and either one is fine. I just find when I hustle harder and I haven't learned anything more than what I already know, I'm just kind of spinning my gears and going in circles and I'm not really getting anywhere new. I want to be able to not just get more money. I want to be able to level up my knowledge and, and kind of go past what I did this year because this year was good. This year was a really good year for me. There's a lot, a lot more to come. I uh, just with the the amount of things that I've been able to sell and stuff, it's been a really good weekend. I have like I was looking on eBay, I have like fourteen or fifteen things to ship out, and it's just like that hasn't happened in a while. And a lot of the times when I was shipping out things that were, you know, I have a lot of items like that, they were really low profit. And some of these things are really, really high profit. Some of them are a lot lower, but it's just good. Things are selling. It's Q4. I have a little bit more of a built up store and I have more storage now too. So it's like, let's, let's hit 2021 with a vigor. And, and I want to be able to attack it with, with kind of, kind of like a, uh, a fiery passion of getting things bought, listed, and sold. And let's see what can happen. Let's see what I can learn. Let's see what I can actually do now that I have some capital, now that I have a lot more knowledge. Let's let's see what happens. And now that I have more storage, I mean, there's obviously a lot of things that can go wrong, and there's obviously a lot of things that I can screw up. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see what the next year holds. And for now, my focus is let's keep doing what's working in 2020 up until for me it's going to be up until November or December 24th because after that I'm kind of off I have a lot of a lot of uh, my girlfriend's going to be home I'm going to be able to hang out with her it's going to be a great time just to be able to relax and just say hey like I don't have a care in the world as long as things sell I'll, I'll get some stuff packed up and ship it but other than that I'm going to maybe do a couple daily listings and just take it really easy because I value time with family and people that I really care about way more than anything uh, way more than anything at least materialistic or anything like that so for me that's what I'm focused on but let's let's get there let's get there and and continue to sell that's my that's my push that's what I'm doing and we will keep selling December and January and even February you'll you'll keep selling until probably like middle of February things will start to slow down that's when I would encourage you to go look for winter deer deals like end of January, beginning of February, winter deals of things going on sale. It'd be a great time to go out to your Ross, your Marshalls, your TJ Maxx. Look for the Ross huge clearance sales. Look for the TJ Maxx yellow tag sales, the the Marshalls yellow tag sales. That's when they absolutely price things down to one of the 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 lowest prices that they'll go on things. So it's a great time around then to be buying. But if you want to be buying heavy in a time, you better be selling heavy before that time so you have capital. So just some thoughts there. Hopefully that can that can spur a little bit of a thought in, in kind of what you want to be doing in the end of this year and then the beginning of next year. And let's let's just focus on that because we got a lot coming up. This upcoming year is going to be huge. A lot of good shoes coming out this year. A lot more opportunities this year. It's going to be interesting. So I'm excited. I'm excited to finish out 2020 strong and 
we got a few more weeks left before we are actually done with this year. So just kind of be encouraged by that. If you haven't sold a ton this week, just figure out what's going on. Maybe make some more listings. Maybe make a few more, send a few more offers out with people that are watching your items and just see what happens. Because once the ball gets rolling with eBay and you have a couple of sales, it seems like the trend is that more sales come in and more sales come in and more offers come in and things really get moving. So just be encouraged by that. But for now, I'm going to wrap this thing up. If you guys do get any value from this podcast whatsoever, you just want to go scroll down to the bottom of your iTunes podcast app and click the five-star review. That would mean the world to me. That's how more people find this podcast. really helps me out because I can reach more people. I can kind of expand a little bit and have a broader audience that I can reach with it. Hopefully get more people reselling because I think as 2021 comes up, things are going to be a little bit different for a lot of people. A lot of people may not have adequate jobs or they may be faced with a tough money situation or maybe just a tough job situation. And if I can help those people, that's that's really what I'm here for. So if you could do that, that would mean the world to me. But as for today, you guys finish out Saturday strong. Have a good rest of your day. Have a good Sunday. And I will get with you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.